0: People are uncomfortable with Bitcoin because it represents changing one of the fundamental ancient technologies of civilization, money. And we've only changed that technology four or five times in the history of human civilization. We've gone from bare bones barter systems: "Here's a goat, give me three chickens," right, to systems of precious metals um, and other nice objects, feathers, shells, etc., to exclusively precious metals, to precious metals stamped with the faces of kings. And Then at some point around the, the 15th century, you start seeing certificates of deposit for, for precious metal being exchanged, paper notes. The, I have a deposit of gold there. I'm not going to move the gold from my deposit to your deposit. I'll just give you the piece of paper that says you're now the owner, and paper money is introduced. And, and then plastic in the 1950s, uh, diner's club, uh, traveler's checks, and the first credit cards. And if you think any of these transitions were smooth, none of them were smooth. You go to someone who's been using precious metals for ten generations and you say, Hey, this piece of paper is money. They're like, mm-mm. <laughs> Give me something shiny that I can bite. That's money. This paper, I don't know who you are. Go away.
1: How long is that transition
0: 400 years
1: Wow!
0: right until broad acceptance of paper money 400 years with huge resistance it took almost 40 years for credit cards to go mainstream with Bitcoin we're gonna do it probably in less than 20
1: you think so but it's been almost 10 it's It's been been seven seven
0: yeah and it's accelerating very much I think in some countries you're going to see either Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency very similar or based on Bitcoin be used as uh, commonly as a national currency. We're not looking to displace national currencies. We're looking to supplement them. I think the idea being that people will get comfortable using multiple currencies, just like many places they are. If you're operating um, you know, between the border of Kenya and Tanzania, for example, you're probably going to use four different currencies, Kenyan money, Tanzanian US dollars and euros. Easily, possibly also South african rand so you 've got four or five currencies, and you can stop a, a four year old in the streets and ask them what the exchange rate is and they 'll tell you right because they trade for their parents in merchant stalls along the border, and they have people coming with all kinds of different currencies it 's not that difficult to assume that there 's digital currencies in that future, either there or in a major modern metropolis where people are using. Bitcoin to transact online, uh, to buy things, um, virtual things, uh, music, video, things like that. Where you want to make, very, very small payments, where credit cards are not suitable.
1: And use Bitcoin as well as their normal currencies. What is the progress that makes you so optimistic? Like, what is the, I mean, if you could point to any one thing or several things that make you optimistic about Bitcoin's future? Well, I think
0: watching it as as a computer scientist, as a technologist, I look at this and I see innovation that is accelerating. And I see much of the early vision opening up the possibility of doing things that are so far outside what we could do with traditional money, um, that it, it often blows my mind. Uh, for example, um, a technology that's being introduced into Bitcoin now is called payment channels. Um, and what it allows you to do is uh, to do a very high volume of very small transactions at a very rapid rate uh, let's say you're you want to watch a video and you want to pay the owner of that video to send it to you um, how about paying by the second? And so you say you set up basically an account and you um, Pay by every second of video maybe every fifth of a second 200 milliseconds of video at a time and you're paying a fraction that is a thousandth of a penny and you keep watching video and paying a thousandth of a penny for every fifth of a second on this drip metered basis well you're not doing it your computer software is doing it communicating with our computer software and now you can do this really incredible thing you can pay for content what it's actually worth um whereas the threshold for a payment on a credit card is two to three dollars unless you're Apple and you're doing billions in which
1: case you can take it down to 99 cents that's about the lowest you can go so meaning watching like something on YouTube or some similar video streaming device you would have to pay mm-hmm. or service rather you'd have to pay but you would pay a very minuscule amount yes Like what, like what are you talking about like a couple of cents like, to watch a no, video? No, I, I,
0: I literally mean a, f- a thousandth, a five hundredth of a cent. To watch a video. Well, it depends how long the video is. Right. But you could, you could yeah, it could be a scale. You could be a penny. Yeah. You could be a penny or half a penny or a tenth of a penny to watch a video.
1: But what, how would that work for the people that are m- providing content? Like,
0: Well, you see, the thing is, they operate at a scale. I have um, 30,000 views on one of my... Videos, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so YouTube pays me thirty bucks for that if I put ads in front. If I was getting a penny from each of my customers, or because these are like hour-long videos, maybe I'm going to charge more. Maybe I'm going to charge twenty-five cents. You know, thirty thousand views, twenty-five cents. Somebody do the math, please. Uh, <laughs> I'm not good at doing so like improv 70, math. Seven grand.
1: No, it's like seventy bucks. Seventy dollars. 25 cents is a quarter of a dollar no it's uh, 7,000 you're right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so it's a rare time where I'm right at a math fucking quick question like that so so may- maybe I'm gonna charge less maybe but in any case
0: I can beat what YouTube gives me in terms of ad revenue with, with each customer paying a fraction um, of a penny and here's the real question but I get this content for free right now, Andreas. Why would I pay a fraction of a penny? Yeah. You don't get it for free. You're I paying. Help? No, you're paying in, yes, in micro violations of your privacy. What's oh. your...
1: If the product costs less than 2 or $3... Jamie's $2. making a stink face. No, no, no. no well, if, I am with you, but that was a weird way to word it. Yeah. we'll if, <laughs> if, if get another cord.
0: If, if the payment is worth less than 2 or 3 dollars right Uh which means they can't collect it with a credit card what they're doing is they're selling your data to advertisers they're selling your identity your demographics your data to advertisers So so you're getting you're having to give up things. You don't right. give them up at that moment. You've given them up previously when you registered for the thing and verified your email and then verified your age and your gender and provided all of this demographic information, which they then parcel up and give to the advertisers. But you're still paying for the content. What You're, you're paying by the fact that you can no longer um, engage with the web without it being filtered, to what they think you want and who they think you are, right? So you're getting this highly filtered, pigeonholed view of content. And they do that using your information to present what they think you would like to watch, based on what they've sold to the advertisers. You're no longer a customer, you're the product. The customer is the advertising agency. Uh, Whereas if you sell content directly, you reestablish the relationship of who is the creator and who is the customer, the consumer of this content, and you cut out
1: the two middlemen. Yeah, but you're cutting out advertising? Good luck. And also, the other thing is, like, people don't want to pay. Mm. Even if it's a fraction of a penny they just don't want to pay. I disagree. Do you think if people there's a lot of dopes That watch YouTube all day like they sit in front of their computer They slack jaw from morning to night, and they just watch YouTube videos if they just calculated those fractions of a penny all day That would be dollars and dollars every day, which would mean hundreds of dollars every few months Well, you've got to think about
0: this as a broader economy because uh, a lot of these people could also earn a bit by making a, a good comment Uh, which actually ends up uh, covering some of their cost of viewing. So you've got to think about... Whoa,
1: you can earn from comments?
0: Yeah, that's where it gets really interesting. Is this
1: blockchain, all this that you're talking about? No, you could do
0: this with Bitcoin. You could do this with blockchain. What is the difference between blockchain and Bitcoin? Sorry to hijack this. No, no problem. Um, So blockchain is one of the technologies used in Bitcoin. It's a distributed database where um, all of the transactions are linked together using cryptographic proofs. Um, Bitcoin is one implementation of a blockchain. And blockchain has now been used as a marketing term that so means very little. It's kind of like Web 2.0. We don't mm. really know what it is. Right. It's, it's Are a we lot of. 3.0
1: hype. yet?
0: Yeah, uh, which is blockchain.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's ironic,
1: isn't it? It is.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's nebulous. Um, but the point is that you can do more than just currency. Um, Earlier, we were talking a bit about uh, trolling on Twitter and other platforms like that, before we started the live broadcast. Well, think about what a troll is doing. What they're doing is they're stealing attention. They're taking attention without contributing anything back to the community. Uh, There's an interesting and fairly um, effective market solution to this, which is instead of assigning someone to do oversight and decide who is and who isn't a troll and censor them, you basically allow people to contribute. Uh, uh, Again, a minuscule fraction for the comments they like. They up arrow, like, thumbs up, but with each one of those likes and thumbs up, you attach a ten thousandth of a penny with it. You know, irrelevant, small, Mm -hmm. tiny money. Um, And then the people who write comments that are broadly appreciated, that add value to the community, earn a tiny bit of money, not really anything serious. But if they try to comment, they have to spend a bit of that credit that they've earned. That reputation that they've earned. And if they're not a troll, it, doesn't, it all comes out equal in the wash. They don't end up spending anything, they don't end up earning anything. It's just participation in the community. But if they're a troll, it suddenly starts getting interesting. Because now it gets expensive to steal the attention of the community. Mm. Because the less you have positive feedback, the more expensive
1: it gets for you to po- post. Until eventually you're priced out. But doesn't that also, uh, that, that also can kind of enforce or, or encourage confirmation bias? Because if you go to a website that's just completely ridiculous, and it's a message board filled with morons, and you argue with them, mm-hmm. it could cost you to argue with morons because they're going to downvote you. Yeah, yeah, it could. Um, but you and- can just choose to not... Comment. But,
0: but you you've got to think about this again across a broader economy with right. a broader set of forums in which in some you are valued experts in other you're the idiot who's arguing against the conventional wisdom. Yeah. And and you know you can actually balance these things out. Well, if you go to a flat Earth forum and argue with those people,
1: mm-hmm. it costs you money.
0: Yes, I had an argument with someone about chemtrails. How did that go? <laughs> uh, it went really. It went very, very interestingly. I wasn't expecting them to change their mind, um, and they really wanted to hear my opinion. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting because we started the conversation. I said, "Okay, first, I'm a pilot. I have a pilot's license. I fly small planes."
1: That puts you at an extreme advantage. Yes, in this conversation. Hmm. Well, you'd think. <laughs> you would think
0: that. It's, I mean, and it's, it's...